Uh, meantime, the red flags are being waved once again around our crime rates. Uh, past four years, there's been a 33% increase in breaches of electronic monitoring conditions from those on Home D. We now have over 2,000 breaches in the past year. That, not surprisingly, is a record. The criminal lawyer Steve Cullen's with us on this. Steve, very good morning to you. Good morning. Is it one of those things that was always going to happen? The more people you put on Home D, the more people were going to breach. It's just a numbers game. Well, that is one aspect, isn't it? There's, if there's a proportional percentage increase in people who are on the Home D sentence, then there's going to be an increase in the proportion who are fleeing. But we've also had the overlay of uh, what is it? climactic weather events, which, of course, can inhibit the electronic uptake, inhibit the monitoring. Uh, there's a woman down in the Hawke's Bay, for example, who fled during Cyclone Gabriel. They're still looking for her. Uh, but it's a concern. It is indeed, especially when the people on Home D go out and get a gun and shoot other people. Is there an obvious answer? Is the Sentencing Act that answer? In other words, once we get down by the discounting to two years, we can do something about that, and if we did, we don't have so many people on Home D. Well, the answer would seem to be, if you want my view, that it's, it's resources. They've got to put more money into people monitoring it. They have One consideration would be to appoint a specific body to actually go and ensure there's compliance, because at the moment, corrections picks up that somebody's breached, they have to report it through to the police, and then, of course, the police are overworked and understaffed. They've got a glut of media of homicides happening all around the country, and enforcement just doesn't seem to be as prevalent as it was. As well, I was going to ask somebody the other day, and I forgot to do it, how many times do you reckon the police do the same job over and over again? In other words, if they arrested somebody once and put them away and they weren't a problem ever again, therefore you could do more stuff. So in other words, we're creating a, a nightmare for the police, aren't we? If you're rounding up a person two or three times, that's just wasted your time. Well, it must be Groundhog Day for the police doing their job constantly because they are pretty familiar with the people in their local community who are causing trouble. Uh, it's just a matter of proving and obtaining the evidence against them. How much is their overarching, what, the, the vibe you get in your area? In other words... The criminals have got a sense that they're likely to get away with it and why not give it a go? How much of that is there in the equation? Oh, there isn't a particular feeling of that because by and large, most people are compliant with it. It's just we've got two different groups. We've got the sentenced people and there's a small proportion of those who seem to flout it, either cut off the bracelet, don't charge it or remove it or just ignore it. But then you've also got the other group who are the people on electronically monitored bail. And some of them are often new entrants into the system, yeah. which means they're more willing to test it. Is it. Do you support it as a system broadly? Well, it does work. Yes, I do. It's certainly more sensible than paying enormous amounts of money to lock people up and training them to be worse criminals. Mm. But coming back to the Sentencing Act, if we adjusted in some way the Sentencing Act and we didn't have as many people on Home D... Would that solve a problem, or are we just buying another problem? Oh, we'd be buying another problem and probably making it worse. All right, Steve, appreciate your time. Steve Cullum, criminal lawyer with us this morning. While we're on the subject, I note that ACT this morning, they want to see changes to the Sentencing Act. They want to abolish the consideration of an offender's background in their sentencing. Uh, several changes to the Sentencing Act, in fact, specifically to Section 8, the principles of sentencing or otherwise dealing with offenders. So the changes, including clarifying judges, could impose the least restrictive outcome or sentence so long as it did not impose a disproportionate risk to the community and ensuring judges considered possible ongoing risks a sentence imposed on a victim alongside historical impacts of offending. They want to get rid of the cultural reports, and I think many people would be right behind that. But the difficulty is the risk to the community. The bloke who went and shot people in the uh, the building site three weeks ago today, uh, he was judged as unlikely to reoffend, So they got that wrong. So once you bring in the human judgment, you know, 
They do point out, by the way, Act, that they uh, want to confirm that judges would still maintain a discretion in sentencing. She's a complex old area, isn't it? 17 away from 8. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.